and welcome back to Performer Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. And before we get started with today's episode, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's gone over to iTunes and left us a review and anyone who shared our podcast on social media. Our aim is to reach as many performers as possible, making the arts accessible to everyone by providing free information for performers. If you haven't already and you love our episodes, please do head on over to iTunes and leave us a review or share us and tag us on social media at The Performer Journals to show your support. Thank you so much and let's get on with the episode. Today I'm going to be talking about going all in. Exactly what I mean by that, what things you have to consider when you're going all in and the little revelation that I've had with this going all in. Um, So I'm going to talk to you a bit about that, but firstly I just want to say to any graduates or any professionals that are just starting out in the industry, I feel like this is a really important episode for you. Even if you're in training and you're just aspiring to be a performer, I think it's really important to consider and to remember, um, even at the time you are now, um, especially if you're in school as well, trying to juggle creative with academics, I know how tough that is. But going all in is a really tricky subject, but I'm going to try and cover it in the best way that I can so that you get the most out of what I'm trying to say. So for me, I graduated in 2019, um, worked from July through to the Christmas doing different performer projects and teaching. January then hit and... Um, me and my partner moved to a really nice place and I ended up teaching a lot, lot more. You know, we we wanted our own space. We had a lovely place um, in Cambridge, which is not the cheapest, but it's beautiful and it's lovely to live and lots of family were there and it was close to London for the auditions. So it was ideal. So we moved there and that is when I started teaching more and more. Now at this point, I still thought that I was going all in with my career. I would make sure that I was attending auditions, attending castings, um, and I felt like I was getting nowhere. I felt really frustrated, even though in my head, I was all in, I just wanted to be a performer, there was nothing else on my mind, that's what I wanted to do, I had a vision board, I had goals, and it wasn't until, obviously then a nine month pandemic happened on top of that, till Christmas, but at Christmas I had a little revelation, and I sat down with myself, and I was really honest with myself, and at that point I realised that I hadn't been going all in. And I realised that if I wanted this ideal life and this vision that I'd got and the goals that I got, I wanted to actually be ticking them off and be getting closer to it and not feeling frustrated. My lifestyle and my idea of going all in needed to change. Big time. That doesn't mean I wasn't working hard. That doesn't mean I wasn't desperately trying to do everything I could but I still wasn't going all in. And I'm going to explain a bit about that. So for starters, responsibility is a huge thing. You know, I got out of college and 
me and my partner were together and we were living together and I wanted to be earning money to pay my half, to pay my dues, um, to pay the bills, to pay for food. Um, I wanted to make sure I had the money to attend auditions and go and do what I wanted and not have to worry about whether the money was going to be coming in. Because all through training, you know, um, I, I was kind of making ends meet just um, and, you know all the money that I had was going on food I couldn't really afford to do much else that that was kind of it um and I was constantly waiting for the next payday and hoping that my boss was going to pay me on time because I was a student and I needed that money um to live and to pay rent and to eat food and you know um I can't lie like it wasn't like bless my partner you know he was always there supporting me and covered me if there was ever anything but I wanted to make sure graduating that I had that security I didn't have to worry so I wanted to make sure that because I had that I had responsibility now this meant committing to a job with an income that I was guaranteed to get so um, as a self-employed performer as you may know, the work is not always consistent. It's not always um, set hours. It's not always, um, you know, continuous work. It kind of can be three months here, one day here. Then you could have nothing for six months. Then you could have like eight months of being really busy. You just don't know. And that's kind of the idea of a self-employed person, really. Um, your hours are your own. You're, you're as flexible as you need to be. You kind of choose your hours and you kind of do as much as you can in the meantime to be getting yourself the work. But that's the difference. The work isn't there for you. You have to go and get it. So as a self-employed performer, that's really hard to know that you're going to have money coming in. So I did teaching. And I did teaching throughout my training. And I realised I needed to commit more to teaching to make sure that I had the money to get everything covered. So from my graduation to the Christmas, I was doing more. And then after Christmas, I did even more because me and my partner moved into a nice flat. and We had a nice space and I was able to commit more hours. So I committed more. Now, I ended up teaching six days a week. They may have only been three hours each evening, but by the time I'd planned everything, by the time I'd travelled to and from there, and bearing in mind I was having to get public transport pretty much everywhere, because most of the places I teach at would, would be quite far out or outside the city centre, um, and that costed and took a lot of time. So, all in all, when I added it up, near Christmas, I realised that I'd probably been spending about 30 hours a week focusing on teaching. And that was at the point where I thought I was going all in with my performer career. And I was spending 30 hours a week on teaching. You know, yes, that was not just the teaching, that was the planning, the travel and everything else included. But I was spending about 30 hours a week on teaching. And this is where I had the revelation at Christmas because I got my vision board, but I felt frustrated. I got my goals, but I felt frustrated. 
I thought I was going all in and applying to castings and attending as much as I could, but I was still feeling frustrated. And I look back on it now and realise that I wasn't going all in. I was going all in on my teaching and trying to run a performer on the side. And I was fulfilling responsibility to an extent because, you know, I knew we were in this nice flat and I wanted to pay and not worry about money. So I was working, working, working to make sure I kept getting that income in. And thank goodness I did because I wouldn't have survived the pandemic without that little boost of income to kind of cushion me for what was to come. But at Christmas it dawned on me that either after this pandemic's over, I go back to doing that again and give up on being a performer as my day job and teaching on the side and it being the other way around. Or I sacrifice the way that I'm living my life. So by that, I mean, I didn't have to have a space to to myself with Lewis. We could house share and bring the money down so it would cost us less we could really watch how much we're spending on food and all those kind of responsibilities and bills to bring that money down we didn't have to be in Cambridge anymore I'd graduated Lewis was working on the businesses full-time we had no ties to Cambridge and while Cambridge is beautiful and a lovely place to live and I'd highly recommend it to anyone it's incredibly expensive So we could move anywhere. As long as I could get to London or get to Manchester, you know, because I'm wanting to do more filming projects now and a lot's going on down there. Um, And a lot's going on in between there. You know, there's jobs all over. So as long as I can get to everywhere with a good train connection, really, I'm okay. So that's when we realised that we didn't need to be in Cambridge. We could change our lifestyle. So our responsibility became less. So we were having to work less to keep up that responsibility so that we could focus the rest of our time on the life that we wanted. So we could create that life that we wanted and we envisioned and we set goals for. And we could start ticking them off and feeling like we're moving forward. And for the first time since Christmas to now, I've invested so much time in myself as a performer. And I really feel like things are starting to pick up now. And that's the first time. And that's, you know, not me being cocky or arrogant or thinking the work's always going to be there because I know it's not and I know it's hard and you have to stay resilient. And I am now turning down more opportunities to bring in stability because I know I need to be committing that time to me. So for example, now I teach two days a week, which is a big cut down because On Thursday, I teach three hours, and on Saturday, I teach three hours. That's six hours. And that includes, you know, traveling to get there. So then when you add in planning, you add another hour, two hours on top of that. So that's like six, 
seven, eight hours tops, down from 30. So now I'm teaching on the side and the rest of the time is going into me being a performer. So that is a huge flip round to the way it was before. And I thought I was going all in before. But I had responsibility to fulfill, which blinded the way that I thought about about my work and my life and the ratio of how much time I needed to spend on everything. I was really committed to everything, to teaching. And that limited the amount of castings I could go to without trying to find cover and trying to um, not mess people about. Because also, you know, you don't want to be messing employees about teachers you know if anyone teaches they'll know that you know children need consistency and um, performing arts schools have got a business to run and they need to know that the staff they have are reliable and I don't like messing people about like that's not me and if for any reason a casting did come up I would try and give at least seven days notice and um, arrange cover and try and sort it all out for them so they didn't have to stress so that's why it's never affected my work before but that's also why I'd committed myself too much last year and I just couldn't see it because I needed to fulfill the responsibility of paying bills and doing whatever. But now I see that it was totally different and by reducing and changing my lifestyle, I'm being able to commit more time to creating this life that I want. So that has been huge for me and has been a bit of a game changer. I'm 100% committed to to trying to make performer things happen for me. You know, I'm not just applying for castings, I'm submitting self-tapes, I'm approaching people and writing to people, I'm doing little projects to get professional footage and all those kind of things build up and the wheels start turning and I feel like I'm in motion now. I mean, it's really difficult when you feel like you've got a lot of responsibility and you've got things to commit to. So this is why I'd say get jobs that help, not hinder you. So for example, my teaching is wonderful because A, I love it, which really helps. Try and get a job that you also love to do. Um, Try and get a job that helps you in terms of, so my teaching job helps me get connections with creative work you know I've been able to choreograph at the Crescent Theatre in Peterborough um at the Gordon Craig in Stevenage I've been really lucky that I've been able to get on quite big stages for different celebratory um dance events and all those kind of things and be able to get my work out there um you know I know many people that have been working in the box office or as an usher in theatres and they've been able to watch lots of productions and hear about when auditions coming up through casts that are currently performing in shows um I've known people that have worked in the gym so they get a free gym membership as a performer which is really great to help stay in shape and they can attend classes and go for swims and you know use the sauna and get massages at discount and rate and all those kind of things I know most people have gone and done photography and now know loads of performers that need headshots doing or editing for editing showreels you know anything like that 
Um, and for a while I worked in a dance store and I got money off all my dance clothing. So I was like, brilliant, you know? So I was always trying to get jobs that were helping my career, not hindering, you know, something like a bar or restaurant, you know, while that might be right for some people and some people love it and were able to commit to that. Um, for me, that had been really difficult because it had been different shift patterns each week. Um, it's been something that I wouldn't have got out anything out of being a performer. Um, so some things like that are right for certain people, but for me, I just knew it wouldn't work with my lifestyle. So that's kind of why I avoided that. Um, but also try and get flexible work. You know, I see in so many of the groups that I'm on, people saying, how do people juggle work life with, with trying to throw yourself into being a performer? And the key is flexibility and being able to have flexible work. So I'm self-employed, so, you know, and my teaching self-employed, which means I can do my teaching kind of as and when I can plan around things. I don't need to sit down at a desk from 12 o'clock that day to five o'clock that day and plan everything. You know, I could plan a bit in the morning, plan a bit in the evening, the night before, or whatever. Um, That's my call, and that's when I invest that time, you know. And also, I'm on a zero hour, so if anything did happen and a casting came up you know I would make sure I got the appropriate cover in place and give them plenty of notice so they still got the workers in um but so that it's flexible for me to be able to do and also teaching is great because in the evenings is when a lot of teaching happens and at weekends um and a lot of castings and auditions tend to not happen then so um it's a really great way for me to be able to to balance the auditioning and me me earning an income um, and they're not clashing and that's been super helpful so try and get as much flexible work as you possibly possibly can you know I think it's so important that you invest the time so since Christmas I've invested so much time in me um, and I can really feel it making a difference I've gone all in and I feel so much better for it and in the last lockdown halfway through the pandemic my old boss who was my boss back then but obviously I've moved now um she was amazing and she said you know over the phone she rang me and she said how much do you want to be a performer because you know we want to have you here as a teacher we want to give you more hours we want to help you more and we want you to to be at the school more and be more of a part of it and I said no while it's been lovely to have that security, especially in mid-pandemic, it was a really hard choice. But at the same time, I knew that I, I want to be all in with my performing. So I turned that down. And that's kind of when the revelation started, I think, to occur to me. And then at Christmas, I had a major rethink. And then following on from that, like today, I got approached by someone who was lovely and, you know, was saying about teaching work and offering more hours, um, which would have given me more of an income. That's great, but I'm already committing eight hours tops, you know, but maybe get eight hours a week to something that isn't what I want to do. So I can't afford to spend any more time doing something else and committing myself to other days and to other things so I was like I'm really sorry I've got too many things lined up um which hopefully I have over the coming weeks you know I can't obviously talk about them yet because you know things are in motion but things are happening and I can't commit myself while it might be a more secure income 
it's not the life that I envision. So I'm not committing any more time to that. I'm going all in with my performing. And since I've been doing that since Christmas, I really do feel like it's been made a big difference. And it was scary. And it was, you know, I mean, I love being a performer. It's the best thing in the world. And for me, it's the only thing I want to do. You know, I love my teaching, but I really want to be a performer. And while I would never let any of my teaching down or anyone down, that is what I want to do. So it was a really hard thing for me to turn away the steady income because I'm such a money worrier. But I knew that this is what I wanted. And to create the life that I want, I need to be all in. So I think my message is, yes, we have responsibility and do your best to cover it and do it in the best way you can to stay flexible and to be able to commit yourself to to your career and the life that you want. Be able to choose a job that's going to help you in that rather than feeling like you're just spending a lot of time investing in something that's not helping you. Cover your responsibility and then do whatever else you can into you and the life that you want. And I feel like it will change for you. And I think one of the major things that I've had to tell myself is believing that I'm capable I'm worthy of this. I'm deserving of it. I'm talented and hardworking and I'm resilient enough to make this happen. I don't need to worry because I'm going all in and I'm going to make it happen. And I think when you start believing that and committing to that and start living the life the way you're gonna or you hope to live it, you then realise you are living it. And I think that's huge. And there's a quote from a book that I read recently called The 5am Club. And it said, how can you expect to live a life that is world class without taking time out of each day to committing yourself to be world class? And that hit me. That hit me hard. And I really realised how much... I needed to throw myself in and be even more invested in my career. So I hope that this helped. I know it's a bit of a um, a jumpy podcast and a bit of a a deep episode in terms of um, talking about very personal things, but obviously I'm happy to share them um, because I feel like it's going to help people. And no one told me this as a graduate and I really wish someone had just cover enough to be responsible, cover your responsibilities. We've all got commitments and things, but do what you can for that. And then the rest of the time, focus on you and don't lose sight of the life that you want. And even if you've got a vision board and goals, are you actually going and taking time out of each day to make that happen? Are you creating the life that you actually want? Are you going all in? And now I can say yes. And now I can say things are starting to feel like they're happening. Commitment does equal the success. So throw yourself in, envision the life you want and start living it the way you want. And I think 
it will really make a difference. I hope that this episode has been helpful because I understand for some people, you know, um, committing yourself is really difficult, especially when you're worried about responsibility and things. But just believe you're capable, believe you're worthy, believe you're deserving, believe you're talented, you're hardworking, and believe you're resilient enough to make this happen for you. And enjoy it and be so, so grateful for it. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do head over to iTunes and leave us a review. I hope this shed some light for some of you. And I really hope that you enjoyed it and have come away knowing what you want to go all in on. So a massive thank you for listening. I've been your host, Bethany Nguyen. And this has been Performer Talks.